Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Shake Sales. I'm your host, Maggie Bloom, the sales evangelist at Mailshake. And today we are speaking with Mandy McEwen. Mandy is the CEO and founder of Mod Girl Marketing, and she helps sales and marketing teams with building their brands and getting more leads with LinkedIn at Luminetics. And we all want to get better at LinkedIn. I know I want to. It feels like the algorithm's always against me. Um, but there's a lot of tactics out there, and I've taken courses that just like anything else, is getting pretty stale and old, especially that I see way more people coming up on LinkedIn and posting on LinkedIn. So I feel like it's almost harder to kind of cut through that noise. So that's what Mandy's going to talk to us a little bit about today and just how to be strategic in 2023 with posting on LinkedIn and getting good engagement. So Mandy, thank you so, so much for being here today. Do you mind taking some time to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, Maggie. I'm excited to be here. So you did a pretty stellar job at my intro. So I have been an online marketer for a very long time. Since 2007, I started my agency, Mod Girl Marketing, back in 2010 and uh, really love LinkedIn. So I had an emphasis on LinkedIn. I have some courses. I helped entrepreneurs. And then I decided that there was a massive opportunity for LinkedIn and helping teams with LinkedIn and individuals. So I started a new brand called Luminetics early 2021. And now we focus on empowering sales and marketing teams on how to better leverage LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, personal branding, their profiles, all the things. So how can they generate predictable meetings month after month, week after week, using the LinkedIn platform and just help the overall company as a whole grow? Because as you know, we do business with humans, we don't do business with logos. And this is the era of personal branding. So companies that are leveraging personal branding and investing in their team's personal brands are the companies that are winning. So that's mm -hmm. what we do. Love it. And I love the way that you put it. Yeah. Like obviously we buy from other people and, you know, I've had this conversation with people before. It's like, okay, well, if I'm helping a team member build their personal brand, how is that helping the company? It's like, well, if everyone on your team is building their personal brand at the end of the day, they're working at your company. So that in total is going to help your, your brand as like a company if you're looking at it from that perspective. So exactly. I just, yeah, I love that you highlighted that there. And, you know, that's what we'll dive into today. So like I mentioned earlier, it's like, I feel like I've taken these courses in the past with LinkedIn and they were great courses at the time, but I feel like a lot of those tactics really just don't even work anymore. And I've heard you talk about this on a podcast before of like the, I help salespeople get better at sales. Like that that title, like I just changed mine because I heard you say that, but what are some tactics that used to work on LinkedIn that you now feel like are pretty stale in 2023? Yeah. And you made a good point. LinkedIn is changing all the time. And to be honest, that's why I don't, well, I do have a, a live course at digitalmarketeractually.com, but my own mm -hmm. courses, it's so hard to keep up with if you're not, you know, doing this and because the algorithm's changing, everything's changing yeah. all the time. So yeah, I'm sure the courses that you took are a little, little outdated. So what, what was working? So when I had my first course back in 2017, it was a course on LinkedIn lead generation and it was all about automation and using tools to automate LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> confession, confession, <laughs> right? But again, circa 2017, right? Like everyone was doing it. Yeah. It was kind of the norm back then. Um, there's still lots of people using automation. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I know of several that are. I'm not. Obviously, I haven't in years as it goes against LinkedIn's uh, terms of service. But not to mention, people are wanting and needing personalization these days. 
So when it mm-hmm. comes to outreach and it comes to content. So what's changed is like you no longer can just like put out a bunch of generic LinkedIn invites and messages to people and expect a bunch of them are going to accept. Where back in the day, mm-hmm. you could kind of do that because everyone was like, oh, let's just connect with everyone, right? It wasn't as yeah. robust of a platform. There weren't as many people using it. Um, but now it's like everything is hyper-personalized. So if you're not engaging with people ahead of time and you know liking their stuff, commenting on their stuff or sending you know personalized messages, then you're just, you're not increasing your chances of getting people to respond to you, right? And there is some, some debate for people that do have, you know, authority and great profile uh, optimization, they can get away with sending the connect button with, with no note and, and people will accept, mm-hmm. right? But for most people, they're going to have to put forth the extra effort, you know, to like, what's going on with this person? How can I personalize this message to, so they realize I am not a bot and I'm not automation and I'm a genuine like yeah. human being that paid attention to their profile. Right. So mm-hmm. I would say that's one major thing that's changed. And then there, I mean, there's a lot on the content front uh, that's changed that we can dive into here in a second. Cause I could talk all day about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends yeah. on what, what direction you want to go on that. But I would say that that is probably one of the biggest shifts is like everything is just becoming more personal. And even with the content side, you know, getting more strategic about more and more intentional. It's it's not just throwing up content for the sake of throwing up content. Like everything has intent and purpose behind it. And you have to be strategic. You have to use hooks that entice people. You basically you have to put more effort into LinkedIn now. <laughs> That's yeah. like the short version, girl. Is like years ago, <laughs> you could just go and like go oh, throw some stuff up, do whatever, use automation. Oh, it kind of works. It works. Now like yeah. you have to be strategic and you have to put forth effort and you have to be intentional with everything you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it makes sense though, Mandy, because it's like, okay, well, even a couple of years ago, I didn't start back in 2017 post. I mean, I had a LinkedIn, but as most people, it was kind of like, you know, just an account that was there. But even a couple of years ago when I started, like way less people were posting on LinkedIn. So it's like, of course, we have to be more strategic. We have to be a bit more personal. We have to be more in line with our own personal brand and what we're trying to portray instead of like, hey, let's post this, see what it gets. And there's not that many people, I mean, there still was, but um, there's there. I just feel like there's a lot more people posting on LinkedIn. So the competition of seeing your posts and, and getting your name out there is a bit harder. Um, but yeah, totally. We'll jump into hooks and, and talking a little bit more about content there. But I guess like what's one of the, so we talked about some of the things that don't work, like automation, you were talking about like in your course, but what's one thing that I guess is pretty important for us to remember going into 2023 when it comes to, to LinkedIn in general? Yes, this year and in following years, it is all about engagement. So mm-hmm. if you are not engaging on the platform, then you cannot expect to win on LinkedIn. Um, you, mm-hmm. If you're posting content and you're not engaging, the algorithm doesn't like you as much as they do people that are posting and engaging. Yeah. So before you post content, you need to be spending at least five minutes commenting on other people's posts responding to any comments that you got. And then after you post content on LinkedIn, you need to do the same thing. Spend another at least five minutes commenting on other people's posts. So it's all about engagement. If you're going to reach out to people, so what I train sales teams on is my friendly leader method, which is in short, you go and you find people who are active on LinkedIn, you use Sales Navigator, you use the search parameters, you fill out your buyer personas, you click on the you know spotlights, find the people who post in the last 30 days, you go and you engage with their content, at least one or two posts, you comment on it, you like it, and you're not just saying like, 
great post, Maggie, but like leave something insightful, right? Like, yeah. why did you like the post? Leave, leave something more than, you know, two lines. And then you wait until they see that either they like it, they respond to it, whatever, or you wait a few days and then you send a custom connection request that mentions whatever it is you engaged with. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Hey Maggie, I loved your post on ABC. Great. What you said about, you know, X, Y, Z would like to connect. And you already knew that I engaged with your post because you saw it. Right. And so the chances Mm -hmm. of you accepting my connection request are really, really high. Because A, I'm boosting your ego by telling you I loved your post. And B, (laughs) I helped you in the algorithm by boosting your post because the algorithm loves engagement, right? Mm -hmm. So this this is the year of engagement. And there are so many stories of people who are crushing it and they hardly post content, but they leave comments, tons of meaningful comments. And so I tell teams that I train, leave at least five meaningful comments per day. And that's a Mm -hmm. lot for people because a lot of people aren't doing any. You know, but once you get the hang of it, it doesn't take that long. I mean, you can knock out five meaningful comments in less than 15 minutes if you're strategic about it. And that's where Sales Navigator comes in and the lists and helping everything be more efficient. But even if you're just perusing LinkedIn and you're like, oh, I know that person or, oh, these are my prospects. I'm going to ring their bell. I'm going to get notified. It doesn't take that long to leave a meaningful comment. And so this is the year of engagement. Building, you know, real relationships, too, is what starts from engagement. And so LinkedIn is really rewarding people who are engaging. For sure. I think like it, yeah, like you said, it kind of works in both ways and it's what people care about on LinkedIn now. It's like, okay, well, if you do comment on someone else's posts, they want to get seen more. And then they'll also be more, I guess, like attuned to follow you back to comment on your things. And then the cool part about it is when you are commenting on people's posts, most of the time they just go ahead and friend you after or not friend. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Um, yeah, Same it's thing. like, so then you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to, let's say you are a person out there prospecting and you have these certain numbers and we know that LinkedIn doesn't allow you to send that many connection requests anymore. Right. It's like, hey, commenting will actually get people coming to your profile. Totally. So it's going to help like just all around in general. So love yeah. that you said that. And and I've even seen that for myself, like engaging is super, super important. And, you know, and is it crucial to do it. I hear some people like the argument, do it before, do it after. Does it matter? I think when it comes to posting, honestly, I don't, I think it does matter, but I don't know like how much, right? So like Mm -hmm. do it. My thing is like, do it when you have time to do it, you know, like walk off your calendar and do it. And if it doesn't work that day when you're super busy, you have meetings back to back, but you want to post content and you can't comment before and after then don't and just post, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. don't think too much into this, but I do think that okay. it helps post when you do before and after, but I, I don't think it's like a massive number if you are continually active, right? But if you're not someone who's actively engaging consistently, like on a daily basis, mm-hmm. then it probably matters more. Or like me, yeah. I, I'm so active, I have so much going on that for me, it probably doesn't matter a huge deal if I'm commenting a lot mm-hmm. before and after my post because I'm consistently engaging with Doing people. It every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah. you know, valid question. Though. And and I love the, how you brought up Maggie, how like it's bringing people to you because we had an, a team that we trained and one of the individuals went out and did this exact same thing. And one of her mm-hmm. posts landed her hundreds of connection requests within 24 hours. Yeah. You know, from one strategic comment on an influencer's post, you can literally get hundreds of people coming to you instead of you reaching out to them. So there's so many benefits and it's really underutilized. For sure. For sure. And I definitely see how that is going to change the game in 2023. So 
Yeah, super excited we're talking about this. Um, you know, we're talking a little bit more about the engagement side of things, connecting with people, how we should connect. Now I want to talk a little bit more about the content. And I saw you post or talk about on a podcast that like your LinkedIn profile profile needs to tell a little bit of what you do, but also show your personality. And honestly, I find that pretty tough to do. And I also see other creators kind of struggle with this too of like, okay, how much of this should be like showing my personality and how much of this should be strategic? Like, how do you have like this amazing middle ground? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, you have to find what it is that makes you unique as a human being in a professional setting, right? Um, and if that's mm -hmm. not easy to do, you know, so I have the, the luxury of like I'm a digital nomad and I travel all over. So it's really easy for me to share personal content because it's beautiful travel, right? But yeah. not everyone it, not everyone has that. And so I get it. Like it is a little bit more challenging. And so it's just a matter of finding like, okay, what are my hobbies? What is important to me in my life? And letting people in on a little bit of that. And you don't have to do this a lot. I mean, even if you did 20% of the time, that's better than nothing. You know, it's just letting people know who you are as a human. And you can even do this in a more professional sense. Like if you're not super comfortable sharing like personal life things, then find something that showcases you as a human in a professional setting, right? So for example, talking about um, a colleague or a book or a quote that inspired you and why it inspired you, right? Or something motivational. So it's just like, Think about the senses of humans and what we respond to. Funny, like humor, right? Maybe it's something, maybe humor is your jam and you can yeah. make funny posts about your industry. You know, like there's so many different ways to, to stand out and not just talk about business, business, business all day long. And so it's just yeah. like, it's a hard question to answer because it's so different for everyone. But I, the thing is like people overthink it a lot they overthink okay. it. And it's just like, okay, if you were to talk to someone and a friend and you guys were just chit chatting and learning about each other, like what would be interesting things that, you know, they would find interesting about you. And so some yeah. of it's like exercises, just like writing down, like, okay, these are all the things I'm good at. These are what I like. These are my passions. This is what inspires me, you know, and then trying to weave in a, a plan of action to put that into your profile, put that into your content. But uh, at the end of the day, your profile just needs to show exactly what you do and who you help. Right. And if you can okay. put in some personal flair in there, that's awesome. Like one of my clients, uh, he has he's a C-suite executive for a large company. And in his his title, he literally at the end says pizza snob extraordinaire with like a pizza <laughs> emoji. Like, yeah, that's so simple. Right. Like if you love pizza, mm -hmm. like something simple like that can make you stand out. So don't overthink it. Like whatever your mm -hmm. hobby is and if you know, you love pizza and it's something that can stand out, then put that in there. If that's your jam. So it's just. Thinking of those ways to stand out because that you mentioned this earlier too, not, not only are more people posting on LinkedIn, but more people are on LinkedIn. And so you have to find yeah. ways to stand out, right? And that's what, you know, that's what makes people stand out. I guarantee you people are like, oh, you know, pe people to him are mentioning his pizza emoji in his headline. because it's so random. Yeah. And it's at the very end. I'm not saying lead with that. Please don't lead with, <laughs> yeah. with a pizza emoji as the very first thing unless you sell pizza, right? <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. But when you showcase, this is who I help, this is what I do, and you're very specific about exactly what you do, and you add in some personality flair, that's what gets people to want to work with you and, and actually respond to you and have a conversation with you. Yeah, especially, yeah, it's like this, I mean, it's still social media at the end of the day. And I love that yeah. it's like this perfect mix of like business, social media. It's like, 
Okay, so people still want to see your personality. The same with like influencers when it comes to Instagram or TikTok. Yes. It's like they want to see like what makes you unique. And I, I love the way that you kind of put it because I, I do talk to some people that feel uncomfortable about showing a lot of their personality on LinkedIn. I wouldn't say I'm one of those people, but I have friends that that are that way. And it's like, okay, we'll do it with your tone or maybe you yeah. are showcasing something about your business and you can like talk about how you had a conversation with a client or what you did in that conversation or something, like you said, that inspires you. So it doesn't have to be like, okay, 20, I mean, but I like your breakdown too of 20% personal, maybe 80%, you know, more on the business side of things, but it doesn't have to be like that. It could be like intermixed if someone wants to do it that way, if I heard you correctly. Yeah, no, totally. And that I would say like minimum 20%, right? Like mine's a lot more, but it's only because I have so much content now that I'm traveling the globe, right? So for me, I'm probably more than what I would recommend to most people, right? (laughs) But it's my brand now. And like, it drives me to me. And I've actually got like opportunities from my travel stuff. I'm not a travel influencer or anything, but it's bringing people to me for my marketing, right? Uh, Companies. And so, you know, I would say 20% minimum, you know, should be that. But there is a, like, you don't want to overdo it either, though, right? Like, definitely not 50-50. Mm. Definitely probably not even 60-40 unless the 40 kind of yeah. into some work-life balance. Like, with me, I try to weave in, like, some work-life balance things, too, right? So I'm talking about, like, today I posted and I was like, this was my amazing spot yesterday at the beach. And then I broke down, like, this is what my day usually looks like when I'm in Europe. And this is why I love Europe and my work-life balance, et cetera, et cetera. So even some of my personal posts, I'm still talking about work, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's why I'm saying, like, don't overthink it. There are always ways yeah. that, like, there's going to be some things that are not work-related at all, and that's fine to post on LinkedIn. But a lot of what you post, personal, can be tied back to work, just like what you're saying with your friends sure. that are comfortable with it. They can find ways yeah. to show their personality and their human side, you know, mm-hmm. by talking about something work-related. And that's really what it boils down to. We're just trying to, you know be known, liked, and trusted, which is what they all say, you know? So we're just trying to resonate with people and get people to feel like they know us and they can trust us. And there are so many different ways to accomplish that. And when Mm -hmm. you think outside the box a little bit and you're not just posting tips and tricks for your industry all day long, you know, it's going to help you stand out when you're thinking a little bit more creatively. Yeah, absolutely. And weaving that in there and yeah, not just posting like a white paper case study that your company could just post there too. And you talk a lot about don't overthink things. So don't overthink like commenting in the before, after don't overthink like how to mix your personality. Mandy, this is like the thing that I overthink the most is writing hooks. And I feel like it's the thing I struggle with the most as well. So how do you practice getting better at writing hooks? What are some things that we should pay attention to? Yes. Good question. There are, I actually, uh, when I, I've been posting a lot about this and I have an email, uh, LinkedIn newsletter I send out every week and someone just responded to it uh, last week and said, you know, I've been in, had my marketing agency for 30 years and I still struggle with hooks. So thanks so much for these hook samples. Right. <laughs> so like, you're not alone. Like, and, and it's, oh, I do too. Good. Right. So, <laughs> so what I do is we have like my team and I have like a large, you know, document full of, of hooks that, and I shared some on, on social recently. Um, if you guys mm-hmm. want to go to my LinkedIn or Instagram and check them out, yeah. but that helps just having a document, like plain and simple, like have a document in front of you that you could go and look at, like write the post fully. Don't even worry about the hook to begin with, like write it all mm-hmm. and then go back and look at some hook samples and figure okay. out one that might work and then say it out loud. So this helps me. So I like say it out loud and I'm like, would, would I respond to this? Like, is this enticing enough for me? And I put myself in everyone else's shoes and I pretend that I'm not the one that wrote it, you know? 
And then I say it out loud. Okay. And so that helps me because I, then I think like, okay, if I'm some Joe Smith on the street who doesn't know Mandy McEwen and I came across this, yeah. would I click the read more button or not? Mm-hmm. So that's something that helps me. And then I have a, a trick for you that I just did yesterday. And I know you're probably not going to be super shocked at this, but <laughs> da, 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 chat GPT is pretty good okay. at books. <laughs> yeah. So, but you have to, you have to use your own you know, language afterwards. But I literally tried it out yesterday and I was like, I, I wanted a better hook for this post I have. I think it's a tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, a post I'm doing tomorrow. And I, I just wasn't a fan of what my teammate came up with. And so I went to ChatGPT mm-hmm. and I was like, write a short hook for this LinkedIn post. And then it came back and I was like, um, do it again, less explanation points, less salesy. And then it came back and I was like, do it again. You know what I mean? And so I just kept giving it prompts and then I ended yeah. up using my own, completely my own version. But I took their concept of it. I think it was, it was somewhat similar, but I spun it, you know, on my own. So you can use sure. AI to help you with hooks too. Just saying. Hey, AI is like your feedback friend. Like I always tell people like the, the number one thing I miss about being in an office is like turning to my colleague and being like, yes. hey, like how, like, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of that? I love everything else about remote work. We both like to travel. Mandy has an amazing view right now in Spain. <laughs> but that was the one thing I missed. So sometimes I use chat, chat GPT in that way of like, hey, what do you think of this? Or like, I'll just ask it questions, but then come up with my own stuff. And I think that's the beauty of AI. We have an AI writer with MailShake. And it's like, I always tell people like, hey, this is writing a good like formation or like ideas for you. Mm-hmm. But you're going to want to use your own thing at the end of the day because it's totally. going to sound like you and it's going to be human. <laughs> yes. Not exactly. AI. Um, but amazing. Exactly. So yeah, having so having like just a full on list, writing out the post, going back to that list, maybe grabbing something from there and then using chat GPT. Any other secrets you have for us, Mandy, about writing hooks? I just follow people who are really good at it. And I learn from okay. them. You know, <laughs> so I follow people on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, that are just really naturally good at it, or maybe not naturally because they've been doing it for so long that now they're naturally yeah. good at it. No one just Practice. wakes up out of bed and is like naturally good at hooks. Like this is something that is yeah. perfected over time and I can still get better at it. I don't even claim to be a great one myself, to be honest, but I just like following people and learning from them and seeing how they do things. Mm-hmm. And then I'll save the posts. So like I use that save button on LinkedIn and the save button on Instagram. I'll save tweets, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and I might even like copy and paste some that I see other people doing into my like, messy ideas document, Google Doc, and then I'll go back and kind of look at those. And so it's just immersing yourself with people that are really good at it. Good content writers, you know, just learn from them and be consuming their content constantly. And the more you do that and the more you practice, so it's like consume content for people who are good at it and practice doing it and you're going to get better at it. There's no way you can't get better at it, you know? Totally. And for those, when we were talking about engagement earlier, for those of you who feel like engagement is something that might be hard for you to do after listening to this episode, that's where you're going to find inspiration for hooks, for new posts, just like Mandy was talking about right now, saving things. So it's like, even though it might sound hard, there's actually like a lot, a lot, a lot of benefits to it just with your own writing in general. So yeah, and you're going to learn so much, right? Like every time I'm engaging, like I'm learning things. I'm not just commenting on random pointless posts, you know, like you're learning, you're absorbing that and, and you're putting goodwill out there and you're helping your own personal Mm -hmm. brand. I mean, there's so many benefits to engaging consistently. 
Totally. I mean, that's where I get some of my like LinkedIn messages, ideas, cold email ideas from other people yeah. out there. So thanks LinkedIn Same. community. But <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that, Mandy. Thank you so, so much for being on here. Before we finish up, um, you know, where can people find or learn more about you? Yeah, LinkedIn would be a great place. Uh, LinkedIn, and you can, you know, my websites are are linked on uh, LinkedIn. Luminetics.io is my LinkedIn company, and then ModGirlMarketing.com is my social media consulting company. And so, what we do there is we help B two B companies with short form video, so consulting and strategy mm-hmm. for TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, primarily. So, uh, and then speaking of Instagram, if you want to follow my digital nomad travels, I am posting almost yes. every day on Instagram <laughs> at Mandy Mod Girl to check out my amazing uh, adventures here in Europe and Hawaii later this year. Yes, I'm about to follow Mandy so I can get some ideas for my own trips in the future. But <laughs> Mandy, yes, thank girl. you. Yeah, thank you so, so much for being on here today. We really, really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. And we'll talk to you next time on our next episode of Shake Sales. Thank you so much for everyone for tuning in. All right. Bye.